this time on this especially unique past deadline episode, we begin this week's news in 60 seconds. And after, Editor-in-Chief Isaac Ritchie will be taking my role during the interview to talk with staff reporter Andrew Mullen, editor Courtney Pedersen, and me about CMU switch to charballs from Airlock. I'm your host, the other Ben, Ben Jodway, and this is Past Deadline, your behind-the-scenes look at Central Michigan life. Here's this week's news in 60 seconds. CMU had its highest surge in COVID-19 cases during the spring 2020 semester this week. There are now 39 new confirmed cases of the virus on campus. This comes right after CMU made the announcement that all students at CMU are eligible for the coronavirus vaccine. On Wednesday, two local restaurants in Mount Pleasant temporarily closed due to COVID-19 concerns. Green Spot Pub is closing for two days, and Summit Smokehouse will be closed until further notice. Multi-factor authentication, shortened to MFA, is being rolled out to students to add an extra layer of security to their CMH accounts beginning April 5th. Staff and faculty are already enrolled in this service, but all students will be required to add MFA to their accounts by the fall 2021 semester. Read all these stories and more at cm-life.com. That was this week's news in 60 seconds. Time to hand it over to Isaac Ritchie. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Past Deadline. I'm switching roles with your usual host, Ben Jodway, for this episode. He is here with us, um, and we are joined um, by associate editor Courtney Pedersen and reporter, photographer, and podcaster uh, Andrew Mullen. Thank you guys for joining me today. Hello, nice, nice to be here. Uh, nice to be on the other end of things. There we go. You get a little uh, view from the other side, Ben. Little break for this week. Um, so, in December, the university announced that it was ending its 20 plus year stint with food provider Aramark and it signed a 10-year contract with Chartwells, and we recently published three stories about the switch. Um, ben did a uh, kind of a sidebar on the new franchises uh, Chartwells was bringing in. Courtney wrote a column about their experience at EMU, um, experiencing Chartwells food, and Andrew did the overall story uh, about the switch um, and kind of the decision that the university made. Um, so to start out, Andrew, do you want to talk a little bit about the logistics of it and why CMU decided to go with Chartwells rather than Aramark for the next 10 years? Yeah, sure. So um, I guess, first of all, a bit of background for people who don't really know much about the situation. Um, Aramark is, um, is a food provider that CMU has been working with since 1995. Is that correct, Courtney? Um mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's so mid nineties. This is a, as you said, Isaac, this is like a 20, 25, 26 year, you know, long, um, relationship that these two, um, you know, companies have had with each other. Um, I think Aramark and CMU signed a, a new contract and kind of extended their relationship in 2012. And that was supposed to be a, that was a 10 year contract supposed to last until 2022. However, um cmu decided to end that contract early and uh kind of started to kind of seeing what else was out there trying to uh, bid for some stuff airmark did apply to uh continue to be cmu's uh food provider 
I think uh, I think it was probably another. I want to say it was another ten year contract. I'm not exactly sure, but um, Simu said they provided a nice uh, uh, pitch for uh, kind of staying with with the university. However, ultimately, um, based on our conversation that me, Ben, and Courtney had with uh, um, with Cal Seeley, who's in charge of auxiliary services here at CMU. Basically, CMU went with Chartwells because Chartwells was willing to put more money into refurbishing um, and bringing in, you know, new uh, franchises here to CMU. They're willing to put a little more money into food for services. Remember correctly, the number is, uh, what was it, $14 million? Was that, was that it, Courtney? Um, she's giving me an odd yes. So, I'm gonna <laughs> so, yeah, so it was a lot of money that uh, Chartwells was really put in, and I don't think Aramark was – was really pitching the same thing. So, um, yeah, that's that's essentially, to, to the boil it down to simplest terms, I mean, it's money. That's essentially why CMU decided to go with Chartwells. And you kind of spoke about a little bit these um, franchises they're bringing in. I know, Ben, you did a little bit of research into um, some of the ones they've announced. I know they're maybe bringing in a couple more to campus, but could you speak a little bit on that? Um, these franchise, what can students expect from those? Yeah. So when we talked to Cal Seeley, he gave us a rundown on what is basically happening. A lot of it is going to be the down under food tour. Uh, a lot of things are, are being changed, but we're keeping right now, uh, Einstein's bagels, um, which, which, and, uh, the Starbucks in the UC. Everything else is going to be uh, changed, and they'll mostly be in the Down Under. Some won't, uh, but in the Down Under, we're going to have Slim Chickens, uh, and that's the national franchise from Arkansas. Uh, Freddy's Frozen Custards and Steak Burgers, which is another national franchise that I think has a location in Grand Rapids, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, the pa Paper Lantern, which is a Chartwell's brand, and Shake Smart, which is another Chartwell's brand. A restaurant. Those are all going to be in the UC. Uh, and then you're going to get uh, two local eateries. Uh, we don't uh, have confirmation on what those are going to be yet. One is going to replace Java City. And I think the other one is... Uh, Courtney, is that going to be the Health Professions Building? So the, in the, health, that is? the Health Professions Building is going to get a coffee and tea shop to replace that CM, CM Bro thing. Yeah. that they currently have and i the pizzas the pizza place was a little confusing of what they were doing because he like mentioned like um like delish but like i know that like the sushi place is like um going to be replacing delish the pizza place in like the market so i'm not 100 percent sure where the pizza the new pizza place will be going but it'll be somewhere <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So that's what we have right now. Uh, um, I know they were also looking. Sorry if you don't mind me interjecting, Ben. But if I remember correctly, when we took Kyle, you also kind of talked a little about the ugh, a little bit about the down under food court and about how they were kind of looking to replace that. Uh, can you give us kind of any more, um, or at least refurbish it in a way? Can you give us any more information on that, Ben? Uh, so it is a little a little up in the air what it's exactly going to be, but we know that it will be uh, basically, I mean, there you see the sign in the down under, it says it's going to be total renovation. Uh, while Cal said it was mostly going to be a lot of signage, 
One thing we might see uh, in the far future is a meal exchange program. So that means, you know, how you swipe into the cafeteria, or you can swipe in and, and pay for the eateries. Because right now, I think you have to pay with real money. I don't even think you can pay with flex. If you can pay with flex, it takes up a lot of flex, to, a lot of flex dollars to, to, to pay. Uh, so it's unpopular. And Calisili's goal for the university, they said they want to bring more people to the down under. Because uh, not many students go there, so that was the uh, uh, central focus of um, what's what's been happening with the franchises. Yeah, and you yeah. guys, you guys actually were able to experience at least the um, cafeteria aspect of Chartwells, right? Um, could you, Courtney, talk a little bit about that? Um, going down to Eastern Michigan University, who also um, their food provider is Chartwells, the one we'll be having for the next 10 years. Maybe not us for as students, but, um, you know, future students will be having mm -hmm. for the next 10 years. Um, could you talk a little bit about that experience, Courtney? Yeah, so um, I know I was really curious on going down um, on, like, the food just because Chartwells is such a big brand in, like, the public school system in Michigan. So, like, I was thinking it would be, like, that crappy, like, square pizza we'd always get or like rectangle pizza they'd have in the cafeteria like mm -hmm. that type deal but um chartwells it's chartwells higher ed so it's like a kind of a different like part of the company like it's still connected in some way but um so we were we wanted to find places in michigan that had it and we know that oakland and eastern both do so we all um so we took our last wellness day, one of our wellness days, like it was like March 10th and we drove on down there. And I think the it was a, it was a little hard to find it, I would say. But um, once we got there, it was like the atmosphere was a lot different just because it's smaller universities. That was something we have to, we had to like keep in mind because they have like a lot more commuter students than we do. Mm -hmm. But when we walked on in, um, it was like, it had a really like chill atmosphere. Like it was like we got there at, like twelve thirty, and like no one was there, really. But um, we got our food and stuff, and there were some employees who were just very like kind. Like not to say ours aren't, but like they're like um some of their like big employees, I guess. Like one of the guys was like a director of something, and the other was like one of their executive chefs, and we um. And we, like, the director, like, was, like, joking with me while I was in line, like, because I made it, I was, like, can I have root beer? And he goes, beer? We don't serve beer here. And then one of the other students was, like, I wish you served beer. And it was kind of this whole, like, joking thing. So it was, like, a very welcoming environment. Like, I didn't really talk to anyone in lines in the cafeteria, like, uh -huh. so it was, in, like, in our, in fresh or anything. So that was just really interesting to me. But then we sat down kind of in like the corner and we were trying our food and we we're like, wow, like this is a little bit better. And we're like recording it. And the same two guys come and sit like near us. Like obviously like not next to us, you know, like COVID, but they come and like sit kind of near us and they like saw us recording and they're like, what are you guys doing? Are you working on a project? And we're like, actually, yeah, kind of. And he's like, Oh, what's it for? Like what class or something? And we're like, actually like, we don't go here. Like we're from TMU. And he was just, they were really open, which I was just a weird vibe to have in the cafeteria in general, in my opinion. Like, I didn't, it, I haven't, like, in our cafeterias, I never, like, experienced that. Um, but 
even, but then the food, I would say the food was a like, it wasn't like a lot better. Like it's, it's cafeteria food. That's what you have to like remind yourself. It's like, no matter what, but like, they definitely had like some better options. Like Ben had their chicken and he was like, wow, this is actually seasoned. He was very impressed that they had seasoned chicken. And like, um, I like, I liked their pizza because it wasn't like thin and like floppy like ours is sometimes um, or most of the time. And I would just like, then like their cantaloupe and honeydew I got was like ripe, you know, like crisp when you bite into it. And ours was, is always kind of mushy. So it was like little things like that, that I think like made it like better. And um, to add on to it, when we were doing research, they had a lot of, they do a lot of really cool like events and activities to celebrate like national days and stuff. Mm-hmm. So then after, and then after we ate in that cafeteria and talked to people, um, we went over to their other cafeteria type thing that's connected to their other quad of dorms. And that one is more like, it kind of looks like either like a. It's like the stuff. down under basically. Yeah. It's, it's like the down under, but it kind of looked like more like a mall food court or something. But um, when you go on in there, like, you can use meal exchanges. So, like, there was, like, there, um, they have a Chick-fil-A, um, and then two, like, I think they're, like, part world brand things, like, one with, like, subs and stuff, and then I don't even remember what the other one was, and then a Starbucks. Um, but you could do, they they were able to do the meal exchanges, which I think is really cool. And, and I know that... That's something that CMU, Ben, you said, are working on getting on our campus but so, some of these things might be might take a little while yeah um, it's to be an immediate change right so the meal exchanges um i know that the meal plans are the same that they, like the prices and everything are the same as they are this year and then they're looking at like changing like the amounts of like swipes and like obviously like how much they're going to charge for like food stuff um within the next few uh, next year and I think within that, that they'll be looking into the um, meal exchange, this is, which mm-hmm. I think um, is definitely a really good option. And it will be interesting to see if they do bring that to campus. Andrew and Ben, do you guys have anything that stayed, stood out from your experience at EMU, tasting the food? I know you all tried to have a little bit different experience, try as much as you want, uh, as much as you could. Um, Courtney, do you have one more experience? Yeah, that- I forgot like the biggest thing, the desserts. Yes. Okay. <laughs> like that's literally what my article is titled. Like it's like just desserts. Like um I think that's a big thing that like here at CMU um everyone like talks about how the desserts aren't good. Like that's just like a big thing I hear because like as college students like we're away from our houses. So like you're like yeah, I can eat dessert as as much dessert as I want. Like my parents nice. are here, you know? So the dessert here is usually really not good, um, but they actually really good dessert at Chartwells. And when we talked to students, that's like the one thing all the students mentioned was the good dessert. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's definitely like a big thing to like mm-hmm. mention just because like the dessert was good. Like Andrew liked it so much. He ate it with his hands. Like, Well, I, that was more because I didn't have utensils <laughs> with me, but yeah, I ate a Boston cream pie with, with my hands. It was very yeah. messy. In, in, it was in, like pizza. Huh? He was eating it like pizza. 
Well, how else was I supposed to eat at this frosting? Moment, but well, it was worth it. It was worth it. That's what you guys. Yeah, no, it was yeah, exactly. I mean, I, it's probably, it was probably a little bit better because I know CMU here has their own Boston cream pie, and I think theirs was slightly better. But yeah, I mean, just to kind of echo what Courtney said, um, you know, it was really interesting talking to students at EMU. Um, well, I spoke. I spoke to mostly freshmen. Uh, freshmen. Um, there and think they one of the consistent things I kept hearing was desserts are really good, um, you know, uh, which not, not everything they said was glowing though. I remember one so a, 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 a quote that stood out to me uh, quite a bit. Well, it's not really a quote. I don't I don't have it word for word memorized. But I spoke to this one girl, and she uh, said that yeah, I. Um, cause, cause I think they said she, she regularly goes to either went to either cause to, uh, EMU's ca- cafeteria or the food court area that Courtney called me, uh, just mentioned it's called the eateries. Uh, she said she regularly goes to those, those places. And she said, yeah, I can order like the same thing every day. Yet I feel like I'm getting a different meal based on quality portion size, whether it's like burnt or not, whether it's not like, she's like, yeah, it's like the actual like food isn't terrible from what they told me, but consistency of the execution almost seems to vary. Um, uh, seemed to vary with them. Uh, I think she had a friend next to her who echoed the same stuff. Um, you know, so I don't know. Take that for what you will. I mean, it could... and, yeah, that's good to know because you know you had a pretty good experience, and from that, somebody saying that you guys can think that you know it's consistent. You just didn't get them on a good day, so that's that's kind of reassuring. Uh, ben, did you have anything? Or, that- or maybe we did get them on a good day, and you know, yeah, you know, I mean. So, it, I mean, I don't know. Like, again, I spoke to other students. They just said, yeah, it's fine. But um, I, I think other people just simply said, yeah, I just don't really eat there very much. I go out. You know, it's – I mean, so you do hear some similar things with Aramark. But like Courtney said, just based on my experience, I'd say from what I – when talking to students, from what I had, um, I – I'd say it's just kind of the same thing that we got now, but maybe slightly better. I think the salad bar at EMU needs some work, but the pizza was fine. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's about as much as I have to say. Andrew forgot to mention that the salad bar didn't have bugs, though. And for Andrew, that's got, that's a big thing. Well, you know? no, well, yeah. So if you don't know what she's referring to, um, <laughs> I wrote an article a few years ago about Aramark here at CM. CMU. It was inspired for me eating a bug sandwich. It wasn't actually a salad. It was a. Uh, I put some lettuce and like like a sausage sandwich or something. It had like a bunch of aphids inside there. Um, and when I saw one crawling my plate, being a journalist, I didn't get grossed out. I was just more or less curious and wondering, oh, maybe I need to write about the, uh, the cafeteria. And so yeah, um, Charles, you didn't give me bugs, so I guess you guys got. <laughs> <laughs> for for my money, if you're not going to make me another bug sandwich, I I, I think you you definitely had an air mark there. And you didn't have any bugs in your food, right? When you were no, I did not have any bugs in my food. Thankfully, I just had nicely seasoned chicken for the most part. Um, but um, to echo some of the student stuff, uh, I, I spoke to some students, and a lot of them were echoing like they really preferred the eateries over uh, the cafeteria food. Uh, I believe, um, oh, I just lost my thought. We were talking to uh, 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 the 
the cafeteria manager while we were eating, and he said, "I completely lost it." Are you talking about how he said that um, chart that Chartwells was like the best of a um, bat like. He said it was best of a bad situation, is what he said. Is that what you're thinking of, Ben? No, but that is a good point that they thought it was the best of a bad situation, which is an interesting way to look at a whole new company coming in. That that Uh, situation being having to privatize service at university. So, well, I mean, I guess that's why these franchises that are coming in with Chartwells are so important. Then, Uh, I know the Down Under Food Court, I mean none of the brands were recognizable. I mean, not that uh, the chicken, What what's the chicken place? Slim uh, Chickens. Slim Chickens or Freddy's is that, um, you know, well known, but at least they have a better reputation than um, some of the places in the yeah, website. I think, yeah, I think, I think, uh, you know, if I'm entering my opinion here, I th- think students are just going to appreciate a refresh um, mm-hmm. at this point. Uh, so it's, it's kind of encouraging, should be encouraging for students to hear about your guys' experience. So does anybody have anything else before we kind of wrap up this episode? I mean, we didn't, none of us had heard of, um, the Freddies, but like when I mentioned the names to Austin and Michael, the sports editor and the, um, managing editor, they freaked out when I said Freddies. They're like, oh my God, we're going to Freddies. Yeah. They did that weird like boy thing where they jumped up and like high five. Like they were so hyped about it. So I think that's a good thing. So yeah. Who doesn't like a good milkshake, you know? Yeah. <laughs> good milkshake and a steak burger. So you don't, have to go to, you don't have to walk all the way over to five guys now to get that. You can just walk <laughs> over to down under or whatever yeah. it's going to be called. Use flex. Yeah. Then you have to pull out your debit card. You can just use Flex. So, well, if nobody else has anything, I think we can wrap up. Uh, thanks. Thank you, everybody who's watching. Um, thank you guys for being a part of this uh, conversation. Uh, for those listening, you can, of course, visit cmlife.com to read our coverage about the switch from Airmark to Chartwells. Um, and then make sure to follow us on social media for more coverage of the CMU com- community. So, uh, until next time, until Ben gets on and is the host again, um, fire up. You've been listening to Past Deadline, a production of the CM Life Podcast Division. Every story referenced in this episode can be found at our website, cm-life.com. To keep up with us, follow us on social media at Central Michigan Life on Instagram, at CM Life on Twitter, or like and follow Central Michigan Life Facebook page. I've been your host, the other Ben Ben Jodway, and this has been Past Deadline. Until next week, so long and stay informed.